0: Welcome to USA Talk. If that music doesn't inspire you, maybe our words of wisdom will. Wow. I'm
1: Fringa. And I'm label. Wow, Fringa, that music really give me the goose booms yeah, all over my yeah. skin.
0: Yeah, you give the, the goose chicken pox all over you. Yeah, uh, got the
1: pox everywhere. Yeah, the pox. I feel yeah, I have to inspire pox, the pox of inspiration all well, over my body.
0: Well, well, that, that that music really gets me going. I listen to it every morning when I get up and I do my my morning movement. It's really part of my hashtag morning routine to get myself inspired to be the champion that I can be on the homestead to, you know, muck the stalls as fast as I can and whatnot.
1: Oh, yeah, very so. inspiration.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, but, you know, I was thinking we should probably Update everybody on how our business is doing since we had such drama last last episode. Oh, we
1: had so much drama last episode, but things have gotten a lot better, haven't they, Fringa? So last episode, you remember? Oh, we had the worst people to come to our uh, getaway, and they they were very ungrateful. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They yeah, they I left never... us. They yeah. left us a Yelp review, and they said that if they could give us zero star, they w- they would.
0: Yeah, extremely offensive, and you know they were just too obsessed with the aliens and whatnot, and that's just not our thing. So, no. Anyway, so we had some real interesting people. Uh, the next group, they're, um, you know, if those people, those ladies that we had in the first cohort were up in the sky, these people were really down in the earth. If you know yes. what I mean.
1: Yes. they're down to the earth. Yeah. Down to the earth, and they, they love, it. they love our retreat. Fringa, yep. they, they like the, the opposite of uh, the last cohort. So they come here and they come in a big group, huh Fringa? And they drive a lot of vans and old junky car. Mm-hmm. And they and have they... Like, like colors on it and big flower. Yeah. They have a nice big flower, and they come out, and they're wearing they're wearing kind of funny clothes, uh, I will admit. They kind of reminded me a bit of clowns, but they were not clowns. They were just people, but they, they were very excited. The last influencers that we have here on our retreat, they talk you know they complain a lot about having to sleep in the pig troughs but this this cohort they love sleeping in the pig troughs they thought it was great and actually they even brought some of their own tents to pop up around the homestead oh yeah well like they were telling me like they they used to live
0: on this like a big dirt compound up in oregon somewhere and so they like they're used to very harsh well, okay, I won't say harsh. They're used to very uh, rustic uh, sleeping sleeping arrangements, and so the pig the pick troughs were a luxury compared to that hard organ soil that they they were from. So, like this this was a very like this was like a little vacation for them. They did try to get us to go back with them to the big dirt lot in Oregon, but we refused. We have a business to run here, um, but you know, they were very nice and very easy going. They did a lot of chanting and mm-hmm. singing and uh, beating on drum and whatnot. So that was kind of annoying, um, but you know, they, they were, they gave us very good verbal reviews.
1: Yeah. And they brought fire. They, they, they like to play with fire. They had fire, like uh twirlies. They would spin Uh around at night and they had like a fire, a hooba hoop. They would hoop around at night. And on the last night of the retreat, they even, they built a giant like wooden statue of, I think it was Horus the pervert. I think they built a giant statue of Horus the pervert. And then they set it on fire and they watched it burn.
0: Yes, it was like their own little version of Midsommar. Like uh yes, and it was an, an effigy of of Horace the pervert. Um, they even borrowed some wood from his compound. So um yeah, that was that was a pretty good time for everybody. Uh, we were happy with the you know, the results. So Yeah.
1: And they were wearing, wearing the goggles. The way. They, they were, were wearing, wearing goggles. goggles above the water. Ladle did not really understand that.
0: Well, they were expecting a lot of dust for some reason, um, and you know, it was it was actually kind of a good idea that they did wear the goggles because we did uh, spray some of our pesticide right before they came, so they were prepared.
1: That's true. We also sprayed some of our pesticide after they came, Fringa. So, yeah,
0: well, they were pretty dirty. <laughs> they,
1: were, they were they were pretty dirty, and I think they brought bugs. So, oh, yeah, it, it was a good idea that we did that. So it was a big success. And we actually have many five-star Yelp review now to help uh, battle away that one-star review from the influencer who shall not be named. Yeah. So things are going great for Franka and Ladle here in the homestead. Yeah, I things, think so. Yeah, and things have also been going great for USA and also for the world because yeah. the world has come together for something.
0: The world has come together to compete in a variety of athletic competition, everything ranging from shooting a bow arrow to also doing a flip off of a parallel bar to running really fast in a circle to shooting a gun. So
1: and Hitting like, balls in all kinds of ways.
0: Yes, yes. And so there's something for everybody, truly. It's called the
1: Olympics. The Olympiad, the Olympiad, the Olympics.
0: This little thing has been around forever.
1: It has been around for so very long and we're gonna talk a bit about that. And also, so Ladle was real smart because Ladle made a post on the Twitter. And I made the post saying that we were going to talk about Olympic and if anybody had any questions to just ask. And guess what, Fringo, we got a lot of questions from the fans. Oh,
0: good, good. I'm glad the, the fans are actually engaging with our, our content. Yes. Because they never use think- hashtags, lot. have you noticed that? And they don't review us either.
1: No, they did not use the hashtag, they did not review us, but they do like to ask the questions. Well, okay. Uh, because they do not know anything. They might not know how to hashtag, Fringa, and they might not know how to review us. So maybe we should explain that in another episode. Yeah,
0: um, we'll do a tutorial.
1: We'll do a tutorial.
0: Maybe on our Instagram. Insta. We'll do an Instagram live
1: or real um, where we yeah. like
0: point at different things and like we tell people to do stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? They have this new thing on Instagram where you can uh, take like a little video of yourself and like you're just supposed to point and like a little word bubble up here. So we could just like, you and I like we're dancing to like some song like Cotton Eye Joe or something. And we're like, uh, review, Apple, iTunes. And then like, you know, you point to hashtag use them, on Twitter and like we do like a little dance like that but we're also like we're telling people what to do at the same time.
1: That's a great idea and we can also wink at the video. We can wink. We can spin. Yeah. I think that I think the fans would love that.
0: Yeah. So just you know social media tip doesn't really have anything to do with anything but you know just want to throw that out there. So yeah let's let's talk a little bit about the Olympics and these these questions that our super
1: engaged fans have asked us. Fringa, should we start with the question? Yeah, what's the first okay. one? Well, the first question is from Mister Man sixty nine, mm. which, as the listeners might remember, that is that is our good friend Bubba Dean.
0: Oh yeah, Paladine's son.
1: Yes, that's Dean's son, and it's also the son of Horace, the pervert.
0: Oh yes, yes, they they did yes. have a relationship.
1: Yeah, they did, and they have a love child, and that's Mister Man sixty nine. And he asked the question, is it a faux pas, pas. pas to not update all the graphics and shirts to 2021 Summer Olympic? Will the next one be in three years? Uh, so, th-
0: does he think we're on the, like, IOC?
1: <laughs> the IOC, What that?
0: Oh, they're like the the governing board of the Olympics. Like we don't make these decisions, this oh, way, man. Yeah, like it's is a faux pas. Are you asking from like like a fashion faux pas standpoint? Then yes, we can we can answer that question. Yeah, um, I can
1: answer that, Fringa. So okay, if you're hanging out at the Olympic um, and you want to do the fashion, it's not faux pas to to wear old year uh really Olympic Olympic fashion if it's old that Fringa. So if you wear like a shirt from like the, the Olympic in the nineteen seventy, that's real that's real um cool. That's like vintage, that's like retro. You just wear that. You wear some big sunglasses, like a real cool like and people will say, Oh wow, look. So that's cool. Mm. So I
0: disagree. You disagree? Uh, Yeah, disagree. In my opinion, we should be either living in the present or looking forward. So I I think that, you know, referring to this year, this present year of, you know, in the age of Aquarius, uh, 2021, we should be not calling it 2020, because 2020 is like painful reminder for people. And we should be... Just in the here and now of 2021 and you want to always be looking ahead at trends you don't want to be looking backwards at trends vintage no no it never it's, it's, it's done for a reason Laddle, i know you like your little prairie dresses but those are from 18 uh 56 and i don't think that that's a very good look okay so we want to look futuristic we want to look like we are going into the 2021 and beyond with high fashion and cool looks and no
1: references to yours before wow well what's so what's what do you think the futuristic of the olympic look like Bringa
0: full body suits for men and women full body suits for men and women skin tight uv 50 With yes, tiny sunglasses that block out the sun and everybody has long hair that's pulled back into a sleek ponytail. That is my vision for the Olympics.
1: You know, in the future, people probably wear sunglasses on their eyeballs, like those little contact lenses. And so you just have black eyes. That's cool. That could, that's cool. That could be the future of the Olympics. And And everybody has
0: black. No matter what country you're from, you wear black. The only way that you know what country somebody is representing is that they have a microchip embedded in their arm and then like there's, there's like a person from the IOC that scans it and it says, okay, Fringa is representing USA.
1: And then the second part of the question asks, would the next one be in three years? Again, we don't know. Like they change they change it every time. It's it's different every time. Right, there's, on...
0: the, there's the Snow Olympics.
1: Yes, that's When's right. That? There's the Snow Olympics. They're the Ice Olympics, the Cold Olympics, the cold as Olympics. they call it back in the Mud Country.
0: Yeah, the one that we excel at.
1: Yes. And then there's also, Are is there another one like Spring there's Olympic? The, or? The, the,
0: there's the Mud Olympics.
1: Oh, yeah, the Mud Olympics. It's
0: called it the Tough Mother.
1: That's right we're really good at that one yes we can practice that one real well in the farm a
0: a host city for that the next one for the next Olympics. so
1: yeah stay tuned so franca i think we need to start teach the fan a bit about uh how the olympics start in the first place because this has actually been going on forever Hmm. and it continue to this day you can watch it on the, the the in the bbc embassy yes it started up in the sky actually yes it did yeah it started up in the sky like on the mountaintop Mm -hmm. and it started in greece greece is where that's that's where the word olympic come from Mm -hmm. and it was actually started was it started by like the the zeus guy well, yes, it was started
0: by the Zeus guy. Uh, that's why I said it started up in the sky, like, because he's, like, from the sky originally. And then he landed on the Mount Olympus. And then he started to, you know, he was, like, kind of, like, a big jerk. Like, very arrogant man. Like, just... Yeah, he le- like he the he, Yeah, in a way, yes. But with, with smaller shoulders. He would... Yes, so he would like to pit people against each other. So he'd like make the gods compete against the humans, which is kind of funny because like the humans would lose every time. Uh, And they'd make them do like you know funny little competition. Like they had to like race in little carts with a horse, you know, (laughs) pulling them along. Um, They had to you know just compete like various like laborious acts. Yes, they they even had to.
1: They had to row a boat a- across the um, the spirits of the dead.
0: Yeah, they had to do that. That's, <laughs> we don't want to do that. Uh, they had to, like, throw a heavy thing very far. Like, what kind of competition is that? That's yeah. ridiculous. There
1: are even horse competitions where people were, like, riding the horse. Right? Just like they do today, like that polo thing. But <laughs> guess what? When when they were competing against the gods, they just brought out their winged horse.
0: Oh, yeah, they just, like, flew over them.
1: Yeah. And, like,
0: and then he, like, would make, like, the gods uh, hit each other. Or he'd make the gods and the humans hit each other. So, like, with their hands. So, like, who would win in a fist fight? Little man or, you know, a giant god? A giant god would. Because he has the power of... You know the mystical godliness, and he would just punch the person into Hades.
1: (laughs) Wait, so Fringa, how did the 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 Olympiad? How did it get transfer over just to the human race?
0: Oh, the gods got bored with it. Like you can only like you know. torture humans for so long before you get kind of bored, you know, like the gods are going to win every time. It's not really like that interesting of a competition. So Zeus was like, okay, let's take this a step further. And let's just divide up the men into teams. So he did like, You know, kind of like, you know, he had like the purple monkeys and the silver snakes and the the blue
1: barracudas,
0: the blue barracudas. And so he like divided them up into teams and then they competed against each other. So like team blue barracuda could cross the moat the fastest and they would win, you know, like a little prize for that
1: competition. Yeah, like some some new sketcher. Yeah, like a
0: new sketcher, like some bouncy shoes, or maybe like, um, you know, those like lace-up sandals, like, oh no, wait, those are the Romans, never mind. But you know, like, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I think the, uh, uh, like those too. the
0: Romans. The Romans had some pretty fun games too. They would just throw people into a pit with a lion.
1: Yeah, but that's kind of similar to making the the people fight against the god, right? Because you put them you put the man in the pit with the lion, and who do you think going to win? It's probably going to be the lion.
0: Yeah, yeah, it probably would, unless the man is like maybe like a half god, because there were some of those. There was like you know a lot of like mixing, but
1: back yes, then
0: back then yeah yeah so i don't know how the olympics became like an actual organized thing i'm sure
1: it took a lot of work Glad and i'm hoping do to it. do that in the present fringa you're gonna do an olympics no oh like a half god oh that. but not with those not with those uh, greek gods guys i don't like them i don't like they're big, white, long, bushy beard, and they're, like, they're, like, weightlifter, like, too strong, you know, Franca? I yeah. like my, I like my men to have more of, like, a a Jesus bod.
0: Oh, okay. Okay, Ladle, Ladle. <laughs> this happened way before Jesus. So, like, I just talked all this smack about looking back in history and, and l- only looking forward. But here we need to look way back in history. So I am contradicting myself.
1: But anyways. Uh, what's some of your favorite sport, Fringa?
0: Well, obviously, like, anything that has to do with making a horse do a funny thing. Yeah? Yeah.
1: So they like yeah. to ride the horse and they like to hit the little balls with the stick?
0: Yeah. They, is that an Olympic event? I don't know. Oh, well, they they like to they like to make the horse jump over a tall thing. They like to make the horse do a a dance routine. And you know, back in ancient Greece, they uh, did do a thing where they like did like flips on the horses. The like flips. You would, yeah, you would just like be riding a horse, and you just like would stand up on it while it was moving, and then you'd like flip off of it. So that was a competition, and. That's not a competition now, but they're certainly trying to make it one again.
1: Oh, well, I hope they do. I hope they have great success. You know, Laddle really liked that the one sport uh, with the brooms, and uh, you take the brooms and you sweep the ice.
0: Oh, yeah, that's that's the cold Olympic game.
1: Yeah, that's a cold Olympic game. Well, Laddle preferred the cold Olympic because I like sweater weather.
0: Is there a summer version of that?
1: Oh, well, I don't think I've seen it, Fringa, but I think there should be because you could just sweep dirt. Well, in the summer, what about bocce ball? Oh, bocce bocce ball! You could you could sweep the dirt and then you could putt the the bocce ball through the through the horseshoes. Yeah. Yeah, that would be the that would be the summer version. But yeah, Lathal, like the winter version. You sweep the ice with a broom, and then there's like an iron that slides across the ice. You oh, know, Lado Lado don't don't really understand it very well. I don't don't really understand why they are ironing the ice or where they're trying to make the iron go. But they're sweeping the ice very hard, Fringa. Oh,
0: Lathal, I just I just found out that lawn bowling is in the Olympics.
1: La- lawn the bowling.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like, you know how you go, like, you know how one time that sad man and uh, Horace the pervert tried to take us on a double date?
1: Uh, yeah, I do remember that.
0: And we ended up at uh, Fast Eddie's Pin
1: Emporium. <laughs> yeah, yes. I remember. Well. <laughs> and I remember the nacho cheese.
0: Mm, yeah, it's like bright orange.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So like there's... There's a version of that, that game, but it's outside, and it's on a lawn, and it's in the Olympics. Like, we could do this. We could actually maybe do this.
1: Yeah, we were so good at, we the, so good at, at the Fast Eddie Lanes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I knocked over all the pin one time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Just and just took and a I, few tries. Well, I had that infor- unfortunate event where I didn't let go of my ball in time, and I... Flew down the the aisle. Yeah, like but you hit day.
1: all you hit all the pin when you flew down the aisle, Fringer. You got the hole in one. That's
0: true. That's true. So you know we could we have a we have a lot at the homestead. We could do this. Who knew? There's so many Olympic sports. There's something for everybody.
1: There is something for everybody. And actually, Fringer, we actually have a question from our our friend Harpo Garza. Okay. He's a friend, a Fringleaddle. And he asked, what Olympic event do you have on the homestead?
0: Oh, <laughs> well, we could, we're going to have lawn bowling to answer that, that question quickly. But, oh, you That's know, future like your event, we, we could have our own, you know, our own events on the homestead. Um, you know, we could have like pig wrestling. Oh, like we do have some old like oil barrels laying around um perhaps i could do like a flip off of one and that could be like a you know the vault or something
1: i will um, hold up a sign after you flip
0: yeah and you tell me like a number
1: yeah i'll tell you like a number and also Fringer, we can do um one of a uh, favorite olympic sport is that one where you, like, you put, like, the chicken egg, you take a chicken egg, and you put it on the spoon, and then you, like, put that spoon in your mouth, and you have to run with it, and you cannot drop the egg. Oh. Fringa, but we can take it up a notch at the homestead, and we can use a fertilized egg, so that if somebody do drop the egg, then they are killing a chicken.
0: Oh, the stakes are high.
1: The stakes are very high. And you know what? If we use one of Linda' eggs, God forbid that you drop that egg. Mm,
0: yeah, that would be trouble for you. You gotta, actually you would get, get sent straight to the chicken portal.
1: Straight into our hell hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that would be a pretty good event. We could do,
0: I don't know, we could like, we, you know how we have that like really, really like long garden hose?
1: That's my we favorite could, hose, guy. Yeah, yeah, so like we could do so one like- that. one curly and twist around?
0: Yeah, we could do like team jump rope. So like, a, you know, a team of people stand in a, a line and we wave it around like a jumpy rope and you have to jump over it. And if they like, you know, trip up on it, the, everybody trips and then we spray them with a the hose.
1: Yeah, that's a great idea. I was going to say we can step it up a notch by turning the water on. Yeah. But it sounds like you were already way ahead of me. A, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, that's, that's, those are pretty good events.
1: Um, yeah. Those yeah, maybe are some we great should have the,
0: We should have the Homestead Olympics and then we'll, we'll make our fans compete against each other.
1: That's a good idea. We could do that for our next retreat.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's a great idea. Okay. Yeah. So, you, let us know if you would like to join the homest- hashtag Homestead Olympics retreat.
1: Yeah. Let us know. Here's another question. Fringa, do you want to read this one? This is from a very good friend of ours. He actually come on our podcast once before.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Our good friend pissed off Taker. Uh, so he says, should they add a denim tossing event? Uh, so what does that what? mean? Like you toss like ugly patchwork jean at offensive people?
1: I mean, I mean, I was said, Mr. Taker do toss a lot of jeans. Well, I yeah, he,
0: he did change jeans quite a bit when he was here and he was throwing them different places. So, oh, so maybe he's like, OK, so like, you know how they have like the the event where you throw like a heavy thing towards the ground and like whoever
1: throws it. Oh, the yeah. a Discus.
0: Yeah. Discus or, you know, a short put. Uh uh-huh. so perhaps he, he means can like
1: stand on the mound and he can hold onto some denim and then he can spin around very very fast Ringa, and throw his jeans.
0: Yeah, he could do that. And or you view- take like a pile of his jeans and try to throw the pile as far as you can. Okay. So I guess they could add that.
1: They could add that, but my answer is no they should not add that.
0: Yeah, I agree. That's it's why They already have a lot of throwing events.
1: And here's another question from our, another good friend, Fringo Ladl. This is from Uncle Howard at MiataGuy4U on Twitter. He asked, I was watching trampoline gymnastics the other night. Do either of you good time gals have any cool trampoline stories?
0: So Ladle, do you know what trampoline is? So this yeah. is one of the gymnastics that our, our dear Nadia did. This is a, like a, a totally different event. So, yeah. So you have do you have version of trampoline in your country?
1: We do have version trampoline in my country, and you know my country big into fishing. So what we do is we take a large fish net. And then we have about ten to twelve men stand on the outside of the net, and they hold it taut. And then uh, you have a little woman go in the middle of the of the net, and then the men they th- they they thrust the net, and they taut it, and they thrust it, and they taut it, and it caused somebody to fly out. Oh. that's what that's what we call tram- that tramp. That's fun. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, you know, as long as you don't fly off.
0: Right. Yeah. I guess like the competition would be like, don't fly off. Yeah. You could do like a flip in the air.
1: You can do many flip and they catch you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, in my country, uh, a trampoline, we don't really have such a, such a thing exactly, but, um, one thing that you could do is like, you know, how, uh, you cover your firewood in the winter with like, you know, a blue, big, long piece of plastic, like a tarp, a tarp. yeah. you you would take tarp and, you know, it's got the holes already in it um, and you tie it to four trees uh, that are spaced out enough. So you'll make it quite taut in the middle. And then you could, stand on it and jump on it that way. But usually what happens is you either knock over a tree, depending on how heavy you are, or it just kind of like sinks to the bottom and there's not a lot of bounce. So Mm. yeah, it doesn't really translate, unfortunately. You can't really do like a, a flip from that. Unless like you get the perfect amount of space trees and it works out just so. But you know, you know I'm, a, I'm a gymnastics traditionalist and it's it's Nadia or nothing for me. So
1: <laughs> nada no, nothing. Nadia or nada,
0: right? Nadia or Nada, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. I don't feel so great about the, the USA version of trampoline. Have you ever seen before?
0: Yes, I have. It's it looks you know, uh, it, it looks like a, something that a small child could get hurt on,
1: and that's exactly the case, Fringer, because the time that Oladle learned about the USA trampoline is when back when Oladle was on, on the au pair mm. of uh, the, the children, and they t- they make me take them to a place that's like called Trampoline Land or something, and we go inside, and Fringer, the the whole floors were made of trampoline. Oh. And there'd be children jumping everywhere. And Ladl had to go out to take the children to the trampoline. And then when Ladl tried to get off, she couldn't get off. Because every time i turn, somebody would be jumping and I'd be, I'd be falling to the side. Oh, my and, God. And there was no way to get out. And Fringa, they make whole rooms out of these in the USA. Oh rooms. How did yes. they
0: do that? That's I
1: don't know. a lot of therapy. It, it it's to it's it, it's to pl- it's to please the children. It's to to terrorize the adult, Ringa, yeah. It's not. It's no good. That's so very scary. yeah, that's enough about trampoline. They use it out in the Olympic. There's no trampoline in the Olympic. There's no uh, trampoline uh, competition.
0: That's well. Me, I think I must be lying. Then.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, you know, maybe that's um some weird fetish
1: that he has oh that's probably what he's talking about um, Yeah. so well fringa the usa compete in the olympic but also all the different countries of the world compete right including our home countries
0: oh yes yes
1: yeah and I was i was wondering if if your home country had any proud moments in the olympic oh sure, sure. yeah because unless the lad will have a proud moment
0: Yes, yes. So one of my proudest moments was uh, when one of my uncles got actually picked to be on the track team and uh, he was under the guise that he would be axe throwing, uh, which is not an Olympic sport. But he's really good at axe throwing, so they like just gave him like a javelon instead. I don't know if you are familiar with such a thing, but that's like another thing that you can throw that isn't quite like an axe. It's actually more like a spear. But it turns out that he can also he's also very handy with a spear because he could throw spears at animals and kill them with a single shot. So he did get to compete for our country um, in the javelon throw. He... Didn't get to be televised because his uniform wasn't approved by the IOC. They're very, very strict. Those IOCs. Mm -hmm. Um, He, you know. So typically, to do the javelin throw, you wear like like tank top and shorts, and you know special boot or whatever. Um, but he decided to wear like a singlet, like one would wear to like wrestle perhaps. So maybe he thought he was going to be in like the greco rubbing wrestling, but he was not. I think he got to a little confused. Like he didn't, you know, we don't, we don't have like a lot of TV where I'm from. So I don't think he even ever saw an Olympic competition. So he just wore what he thought would be like a traditional Olympic outfit, which is You know, like a little leotard, basically. I guess he was showing a little bit too much of his undercarriage. Um, especially when he made, made the throw of the javelin, because you have to do, like, a lot of force. And the singlet that he was wearing wasn't quite, like, covering, you know, the naughty bits. And, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, and it, got, it was not shown on the TV. It, uh, it was actually quite shameful for everybody. Even though he did quite well, that little slip-up did bring some shame to our country. But we were quite proud of him as a family, because, like... He made it to the Olympics, and he was through a thing. Like, yeah. what else could you ask for? So you know, that, that's that's sort of my my personal and um, you know patriotic story for you.
1: Lazo country actually do real great in the Olympic. I have a, a few, a couple of the special moments. So we do have local hero from my home country, my hometown, and his name is Bonka. And the Banca was actually a, like a tree a tree rat, a tree rodent. Uh, yes. And, you know, I do post about him on our Instagram once before, long ago. And, well, he was a very famous tree rat because he helped to deliver vaccine to the polio children during the war time.
0: Oh, that's nice. Yeah.
1: And so we actually were able to bring him uh, to the opening ceremony. And he helped wow. to carry our flag. So he was no longer living at the time, um. But we do have, and act- we have him on a little um, wooden board. He- his, uh, his happy-looking little body, and uh-huh. it was just carted around with the flag on top. All right, and 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 that little uh, wooden board wagon was being pulled by uh, by two geese, um, who were also well known. So that was one. That was one real proud moment for Ladle Country. And then also, you know, we almost won a gold medal once, Franga. Wow! Do you know this? We no. Must, we once almost won an entire gold medal, and it was back in the year 1900. Okay. Wow. And 1900 it was the first. Very yes. long time ago. Well. Well, yes, but I'm sure that our uh, chance. To win another gold medal will come again soon, but yes, back in 1900, it was actually the first time that this uh, sport was brought to the Olympic, and unfortunately, it was also the last time. This was called poodle clipping. Oh, and you poodle can Google clipping. it. You can okay. Google it. It happened uh, in 1900. Uh, the poodle clipping. So this was a sport where you see how many poodle somebody can clip the most in two hour time oh wow and yeah my country we practice so much for this one oh. and we were ready to go fringa and we we were we were tied uh neck to neck with france you know and they think they know everything about the, the poodle clipping well, yeah,
0: think... that's, what, that's where the poodle is from ladle well that's
1: what they always say they was be calling it the French poodle, so they think they know everything about the poodle trim. But you know what? My country, oh, we 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 practice trimming. We practice trimming our sheep to look like poodles. And then once we got to the Olympic, we went all out, Fringa. All right. So France, do you want to know how many of the poodle clipping France do? How many? in two hour? Seventeen.
0: Seventeen.
1: That's a lot of the poodle, right?
0: Yeah. But guess
1: how many Lado Country do in two hours? How many?
0: 19.
1: 18. Oh my gosh! 18. Wow, wow. but you won by the hair of a poodle. I won, but we won by the hair of the poodle. But then there was a big controversy that happened next, Fringa. And it did it, well, two of the poodle got in a big fight. Oh. They got in a big fight and they kill each other. Whoa, Whoa. that's a dark. And guess what? The, the IOC of the Olympic, they subtract two poodle from our score. Oh. So all the poodle, they, they, so... they say out of nowhere that suddenly all the poodle have to survive. Wow. In order so to keep tight. They're so uptight. Point. Yeah. So France win with 17 poodle. My country lose with sixteen poodle. Oh. we win, so you the gold didn't win the gold.
0: Yeah, you didn't win the gold medal.
1: We did not win the gold that's medal. The,
0: that's the second place.
1: Yeah, that that is the second place. Because they they use medals at at the Olympic, and we didn't tell the fan about that, and they might not know. But they use a uh, like giant coin mm-hmm. to let you know who win and the 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 number one would be the gold coin, and I think there might be chocolate inside, but I'm not sure. I've been wondering that for many years.
0: year. yeah, uh, I don't yeah, I don't know because my uncle did not win a medal. Um, he got you know he got the respectable place, but
1: are also a silver medal, uh, which basically just a giant quarter, mm-hmm. like in the USA, yeah, currency, yeah. and then George they also Washington on it. Yeah, it has George Washington on it. And then also there is uh, the bronze fringa, and that's for the third place. And that's made out of a giant penny. Mm. And it have the Abraham Lincoln on it.
0: It's not worth shit.
1: It's not worth shit. You know what they say is it actually costs more money to make the bronze medal than the bronze medal is even worth. Ah,
0: So you you definitely don't want to get that one.
1: No, you don't want to win that one. So, uh, you know, this actually lead to another question, Fringa, uh, talking about our home country in the Olympics. This is from our friend J. Ra-La-Nude. Hmm. J. ra nude Yeah. Yes. He say we all know that the USA talk would sweep against uncle to <laughs> uncle. <laughs> of course. In any in event. But which event would you feel the worst for beating them at?
0: Oh, greco Rubin Wrestling. Greco? Yeah.
1: Like the lizard?
0: No. <laughs> no, like the, the Greeks, like the Olympians, like the,
1: yeah. Oh. So oh. wrestling. Any water. kind of wrestling would be a real, if they lose at any kind of wrestling, it would be, yeah. would be a real shame to their families. A real
0: shame to their families. We would humiliate because them Because that's all everything. they do with their life. They do. They talk about it a lot. They just
1: be watching the wrestling all day long. Yeah. John Cena, they're always be you know, looking at his poster.
0: Well, and I think that we would really humiliate them with golf. Because Uncle Mark <laughs> is quite old and he really likes golf. Uh, he likes to play the golf on the computer. Yeah, but and so he likes to
1: ride around in the carts. He on does. The, but he only ride around them on the computer also.
0: Yeah, and he drinks like a little cocktail while he's in it. So yeah, we'd humiliate them at golf.
1: Yeah, would we feel bad about it though? Because that was the question Jay Rawlings asked. I would feel
0: bad about the wrestling part.
1: Yeah, maybe just because I know it would break their spirits. Oh. But everything else, I'd pretty much be happy to beat them at. Well, I like. I like to be number one.
0: They're both from Florida, and Florida has like a lot of water. So swamp. I would feel yeah, like swamp water. I'd feel bad about beating them at like. You know, um, perhaps like a the kayaking competition.
1: Yeah, or just the floating competition. I guess I'd feel pretty bad for Uncle Frank and if I beat him at the back float.
0: Oh yeah, because he loves to do that.
1: Yeah, he just do that all day, staring yeah. up at the sky.
0: True, true. Okay, so yeah, we do have some some you know morality here.
1: <sighs> some you know, humbleness. We've been, to, we've been yeah. And speaking of humble, you've been awfully humble this whole episode, Fringa, because oh. you not even mentioned your experience of the Olympic.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. I did. I talked about my uncle, but I, you know, like, uh, you know, I, some feedback I get sometimes is that I'm quite arrogant and. Perhaps that's true. So I was trying to be a little humble. But yes, yes, I was almost going to represent my country in dressage. Uh, And, you know, the the dressage has gotten quite popular.
1: Dressage? That's like
0: what you put on salad. Yes, in a way, yes. Um, But it's a little different, Lazel. So uh, this, this sport has actually gotten a lot of hashtag viral video content on the TikTok of people watching and wonder as these champions make their horses dance to tiesto or whatever uh this this is a this is a sport where you have to have absolute control over the horse so you can make it go frontwards you can make it hop sideways you can make it hop in a half circle you can make it hop in a half circle going the other way you could make it do a 360. you can make it back that ass up you can make it to go forward um so it's it's a very wonderful sport and i was quite quite good at it in my hey, country
1: I have a question about the dressage. Yep. So you say that you can make the horse spin in a circle. Yeah. Right? Yep. So if you are at the top of the equator and your horse spin to the right, if you try to do the spin at the bottom of the equator, will your horse spin to the left?
0: Well, Lavelle, I don't know how to answer that question because I've only been to the top of the equator.
1: Oh, okay. Numbering. So you do That's not it. know how the horse spin spinning in Australia? Yeah.
0: No, I have not been... I would never go south of the equator.
1: Okay. Well, sorry we can't answer that question, listener.
0: I can tell Uh, you how how the horse spins, like, near the North Pole.
1: Tell us how the horse spins near the North Pole and tell us about the, the, the Olympic. What happened, Fringa?
0: Well, okay. So I was training and, you know but the really nice thing about horse dressage is that you could dress in like a very classy outfit for it. You wear like a little top hat, you wear some nice little gloves. Um you just look very very polished and distinguished. So here I was in my, you know, it's like a dress rehearsal, a dressage dress rehearsal, and I was making my horse do like a little routine. Uh, and of course, my music of choice was Ace of Bass, uh, uh, Wheel of Fortune, um, if you know that song, you can only imagine. So, you know, we were just doing this little practice run and uh, all of a sudden my horse, uh decided that he was tired of spinning in circles. He was tired of prancing sideways. He was tired of me looking so great on top of him, I guess, so he bucked me off. I fell to the tundra. He sprinted away. I chased after him, tried multiple times to hop on him again as one does by running behind a horse and then putting their hands on the the flank and boosting themselves up over it um but i kept missing over and over again and falling in the snow and it was it was quite embarrassing actually um and my little top hat got crushed and He ended up running away. Um, I did eventually find him, but Lazl, it was very scary because, okay, so this happened when I was like a teenager. And so I started finding myself in familiar territory. Uh, I noticed a cave that was in the snow. I (laughs) walked a little bit closer and I saw could have been. Uh, he was inside the cave and he was just like sitting there and he looked all happy. So I walked a little bit closer, and then I see this really muscular white leg, no. very, very muscular white leg poking out, and then I get a little bit closer and I see that the muscular white leg is just attached to a big
1: bulbous whale head. The horse brought you to David Begim? No. He brought me to the ninjin. No, not the ninja again. Yes, I know he
0: tried to, yeah, he, he, he wanted to be with the ninjin and not with me. He didn't want to do his dressage anymore. He wanted to live with a cryptid. So, uh, and I wasn't going to deal with that business anymore. So I ran as fast as I could on my own human bipedal legs uh, through the tundra, back to the dressage arena. And I was humiliated. I had to tell my, my coach, Lamazia, that... I would not be competing in the 1996
1: Atlanta Olympics. Oh my gosh, Fringa, that's so shame. You know, Fringa, Ladle Country also tried to do dressage in the Olympic once, but this was during the great horse shortage of uh, 1984, or whatever that Olympic year was. And we did not have a horse to use. So we use a goat instead. Oh. And we we work. play it to the music of of Enya. Ooh. Fringa. So you can imagine how graceful that went. And it was the best performance that any goat have ever performed in the Olympic Fringa. But we still not go home with even one medal, because you know why? Why? Because the thing IOC and they do them, they say that the goat is not a horse and they discriminate against against our great horse. Why are they so strict? Our great goat. (laughs) Yeah, they're so strict. So we get disqualified. Very great shame to our country. We go into a recession for two years after that, Fringa. My God. The great horse recession. The great horse recession. So little! Wow,
0: we've got a lot of questions. We better get through these.
1: We better get through these.
0: I kind of answered the, the next question. How did they get the horses to dance? Well, okay. I guess I'll explain that just real quickly. Witchcraft.
1: Wait, and... you got to say who asked the question.
0: Oh, sorry. Okay. Don not thoughts.
1: Don Nott's thoughts.
0: So witchcraft if you're certain competitors uh you could also use a lot of leg pressure and if you're a fool you use like a little whip but that's to me that's disgusting i just use my
1: brain power Yeah, i mean i've thought that it was just the music i've thought that's why they had to play the music when they did the dressage well that motivates them because when you know you start playing the music you start tapping your toes well the Mm -hmm. horse start tapping its hoof and then it starts prancing around um and and the horses they really like a good beat so that's one way and you can also you can also drop a carrot on their head
0: you could try that but take it from me witchcraft is the best way
1: yeah, and then we get a question from randy 5000. He asked, What does a pomelo horse eat? A pomelo? It eat... Oh, yeah, it eats a pomelo. That... that makes sense to me. That's why they called it the pomelo horse. All right, moving on along. Um, so, oh, we got to ask a question from rjt2 fringa you ready for this question mm-hmm. he asked who was responsible for the 1996 olympic park bombing in Atlanta?"
0: well as you heard previously i did not make the team
1: to go to that olympics so i have no idea you know fringa i think it's just some bad guy you know, yeah, like uh, you know that, you know it's pro- it's a bad guy like like that guy that we play against Uncle Franklin, Uncle Howard with sometimes, like that the little guy in the green cloth, Waluigi? Waluigi, Waluigi, Waluigi. So I think yeah, it was someone like it was Waluigi. Okay,
0: that makes sense to me. I think we yeah. solved the mystery.
1: Yeah, I think so too. That's a big controversy, a bombing.
0: That is a big controversy. Um, it's almost as controversial as the Olympics where, you know, the two American girls hit each other, or one hit the other one, and then the other one couldn't ice skate, but she tried. And then the other one ice skated, and she did terrible. And our girl, Oksana Bayul, won. That was a pretty good one.
1: That's a, Yeah, yeah. that was real controversy. You know, that's... A, that's about, that's Tanya, Tanya with the, the girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tonya. So Tonya, she was good ice skater, but, um, she really wanted to win the Olympic and she didn't want to maybe try too hard or something. So yeah, she, she like beat somebody down with the knee and she got in trouble. So, you know, we understand, uh, wanting to beat your competitor using a skill other than just your physical prowess. Right, Springer, but that was not mm-hmm. a very smart way to go about it because she got caught and she got in trouble.
0: She did. She got in a lot of trouble.
1: You know, she could have just uh, asked, you know, some supernatural forces for help, and we wouldn't. She wouldn't have been, uh, been in this problem.
0: Well, you know what? She like none, none of it mattered because Oksana Viol was always going to win. Like those two were like just a non-factor. Oksana Bayul is the one of the greatest snow Olympics. So there's two there's two, as they say, goats. There's Nadia and Oksana. Nadia and oksana, Nadia is summer, oksana is winter. Uh, we even named one of our geese Oksana. She's a very bad geese, but
1: Yeah, she bites.
0: She bites, but her name is Oksana after Oksana Bayul. So <sighs> yes, yes. Those are my, that's my strong Olympic belief.
1: And do we name one of our bulls Bayul? Bayul, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, sometimes Exana, the, the goose chase after Bayul.
0: Yeah, she's kind of mean.
1: Yeah, she is. And there are also other real controversy in the Olympic. Like, do you ever hear of the doping?
0: Mm.
1: Dope. So yeah,
0: yeah, that's it's it's just another scam by the IOC. Oh yeah, it's just another way for the IOC to discredit certain Olympians, certain and
1: countries,
0: punish certain countries, uh, and I don't approve of it, Lado.
1: Yeah, well, you know, this kind of lead into another question. That we get Fringa, and this is from actually. This is this fan always have Ladl and Fringa back. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is called com- Comrade Notice Me.
0: Oh, and Lado, uh, I was just to point out that she she is one of our most cultured uh fans because she is actually from Europe,
1: she She's actually like from press. Europe, just like Fringa Ladl. This, yeah. yeah, her name Roc- Rococo. Rococo. Yeah. Her name is Rococo. No, on, Rococo. T- on Twitter. It was
0: comrade noticed me.
1: That's her Twitter handle. But she, her name is Rococo. And she loved Jesus too, she tell me. She told me mm. about all that. Oh. Um, she, and speaking of Jesus. And speaking of doping. She asked, does praying to Jesus. Before competition count as doping? Yes. Yes. I mean, they do give you more power right and jesus is full of testosterone and that's really what doping is shooting up the testosterone so if you're pairing to some to the god who full testosterone jesus real cool guy he got the, he got the real he got the real olympic bod fringa he could be an athlete he is an athlete and okay. It, it, it. helped that he have all that testosterone. Um oh. I suppose if you here's the thing though. Jesus is legal doping. So yes, it's it's a bit like doping because it do um it enhance your performance, but anybody can do it. And you know, really anyone who don't dope for Jesus is just a foolish competitor. Mm. Right? I Evan, mean, if you don't dope for Jesus, you're not going to be in the the top three. I can tell you that you're not going to win the medal. So that's why my uncle did so poorly. Well, who did he pray to? I don't know. The leotard gods. The leotard, like uh, that's a little guy that danced around on the yoga ball with the curly hair.
0: Hari Krishna. <laughs> Oh, Richard
1: Simmons! Oh, Richard Simmons!
0: Yeah, like, he. Oh, uh, 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 you know he.
1: He, he prayed Simmons. to Richard Simmons.
0: Uh perhaps he did because, like, we did get a donation of a bunch of his VHSs, sweating to oldies two through seven.
1: Uh, no, I so, do yeah. still. I enjoy watching those. Me too. Me too. Me too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Perhaps he prayed to him and not Jesus, and that's why he lost. Well, that's why
1: he lost. So right. yes, it do count as doping, but it's illegal doping comrade notice me mm. we have another question fringa why don't you read that question
0: yes this is from our farmhand yeah and Doc- this is
1: not so controversial
0: dr 5g but his name is now dr pepperton how how does he become two different kinds of doctor i think
1: that he become banned from twitter fringa because he says something offensive Ooh. Oh, he, he or he, you lot. know, what, no, actually, that's not what happened, Fringa. He did get banned from Twitter, but it's because the Zlato and Fringa we we called Twitter and and we told Twitter how he wasn't doing a good job on the farm because he was yeah. tweeting too much. He was like pouring the pigeon seed into the dove seed and doing all kinds of crazy things. Yeah,
0: we put and, them on notice.
1: Yes, and and Twitter agreed with us, and they did they they did ban him, so he had mm. to come back with a new name.
0: So he's now Dr. Pepperton. Uh So he says, mm, this is a good one. Is Michael Phelps a witch? Mm. That is, so Michael Phelps, for all you th- that don't know, he's a very large man. Um, I don't mean that in like, you know, uh, I mean that in like, he's like.
1: He's not tongue. large and in charge. He's
0: just like, he's like strong man with lar- large shoulders.
1: And stretched out. out.
0: Yeah, he's, like, stretched out. He kind of has, like, the body of, like, Gumby, kind of. Um, And he has paddles for feet. He has paddles for feet. Um, So one thing that I know about Michael Phelps is that he eats a lot. So he, like, one time I was, like, reading, you know, uh, our favorite magazine, USA Weekly, and it was, like, what does Michael Phelps eat in a day? And it was, like, he eats, like, you know, Five hamburger, uh, three, three hot dog, uh, and like unlimited heaps of pasta, um like sixteen egg roll, uh, fifteen pancake, you know, like blah, blah blah. So to me, um, so I had to pause when I saw that he eats like unlimited bowl of pasta because that's gonna only mean one thing. He's not the witch. But he's closely associated with one. That and what's that? Which is yeah. Stregonona.
1: Oh. You so, mean that's where he gets his power? I
0: think so. I mean that's where he gets his car pasta power, at least.
1: Wow. And yeah. his gumby form help him swim too.
0: That does help him swim, but it's really the pasta that makes him go fast. And that's the straganona pasta, I'm pretty sure, because when we've had the straganona pasta, we've also gone really fast on the dance floor.
1: Oh, that's true. We gotten really fast on the dance floor, but then we get to re- really slow on the the toilets. Um, <laughs> well, maybe Michael Phelps have the same problem, and uh, that's why he's swimming so fast. So I uh, know he not which he not which he just he's just a big Gumby guy who eats a lot of, of, of the pasta. Um, so I hope that answer your question, Dr. Pepperton, a.k.a. Dr. 5G, the ranch tent. Um, we also have an um, one last question. Again, oh. This is also a question that's a, another question from Dr. Pepperton because he couldn't stop asking the question because he's not working when he's supposed to be working. Uh, he's just course. asking us the question, even though we pay him to beat the farmhand and we pay him not to tweet. But he still he gets banned from Twitter because the Twitter people agree with us. I and mean, he just make new accounts. All right. And he asked us the question. Who is better gymnast? Simone Biles or Jesus? (laughs) Wow. Well,
0: obviously it's Simone Biles because I've never seen Jesus do any sort
1: of flip. Jesus can flip. No. He can flip real good. I can tell you right now that Jesus can flip. Just because you not see Jesus flip doesn't mean he'd be flip off all the time.
0: He He can make weird people flip out. He can make his followers flip out. Like, you yeah. know, like when they're like shaking on the ground and rolling around and talking to snakes and stuff. That's flipping out. Like that's that's what he does. He doesn't actually like do like a, a backflip.
1: Well, can Simone Biles make her followers flip out? Can she make yeah. her followers yeah. flip around on the floor?
0: She made a lot of like yes, yeah. A lot of people had a lot of opinions about her this week, and they were like flipping out on the Twitter, like Oh, how dare she! You know, do the thing that she did. Uh, she she can make what um, she do. A, she can make a population of older white men flip out. How about that?
1: Oh, that's pretty good because that's the same population that Jesus make flip out.
0: Yeah. So, okay. So, who wins in that competition? Hmm.
1: Good question. Uh, but can Simone Biles? Once she flip into the air, can she just keep flying? Because Jesus can. Well, he just keeps flying until he, he he hit the atmosphere. Jesus don't fly? Is he, is he Zeus? Well, he's, is he's like, Zeus he's like a fifth removed cousin from Zeus, Fringa. Yeah,
0: I was going to say, their names are really similar.
1: Yeah, well, that's because they, I mean, they, they're part of the same family tree. Yes,
0: oh, so Jesus is part of the pantheon.
1: Yeah, he okay. just, uh, he's just a bit cooler.
0: So, with Jesus he's more modern? The Olymp- he's more modern. Did he, he's did he ever compete correct, in the Olympics?
1: Bro. What
0: did he ever compete in the Olympics on Mount Olympus?
1: He competes in every Olympic, he doesn't compete in Mount Olympus because that was before his time, Fringa. We know that's before the BC, but. He did. He competes in every modern day Olympic inside the body of each athlete, mm. and that you know what? She asked, "Who better, Simone Bile or Jesus?" Simone, Jesus is in Simone Bile.
0: No, 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 no,
1: no. Every time no, she flips into no, no, the air, no, Jesus just no, no. keep her flying. No, no, no. It's like it's like our favorite theatrical play, Fringa, called Peter Pan, where there's like this. <laughs>
0: your favorite favorite theatrical play not Jesus Christ superstar
1: let me finish there's like this girl that'd be uh, attached to this string and she'd be flying up through the air and singing okay in the bedroom that's like the same thing that go on with Jesus Jesus is pulling the strings and making this Simone bio fly just like the Peter Pan on the Broadway
0: Okay. Okay. Well, you can believe that if you want, but uh, I, Doctor Five G, I would say that Simone Biles would beat Jesus in a gymnastics competition. Um, but no. you know what? You know who would beat both of them? Nadia. Whatever. Okay.
1: Well, that's that was the last question, Laddle. So that was the last question. You know, Fringo, our fans have a lot of questions do. this week. And you know, it makes me think that maybe we not be giving them enough of uh, the opportunity to be asked the question. They might feel yeah. neglect because they're not yeah. knowing many anything. That's, you know, Fringo, Lado, we haven't my... answered fan questions for a long time before this episode.
0: Yeah, well, maybe we should do another episode where we answer question, give advice, well, yeah. I think that's a great idea. You know,
1: Fringa, I think it's probably time that we invite to, to our good friend Trusine back. And, yes. And give our fans all a a chance to ask any question they want about any topic. But, Fringa, I, I do want to give our fan, I want to congratulate our fan and actually give them a lot of credit because I noticed that this episode they did not ask a single question about poop or butts. Oh, think
0: think. Thank you Satan for that.
1: So yeah, good job fan. That was real challenge for you. That's like mm-hmm. the Olympic for fans is asking questions that don't involve pooper butt. Yes, you won. You won the gold medal. They won the gold medal. So in order to reward you fans, we will give you a, a questions episode come up next. You can ask any question you want. So stay tuned and t- and stay tuned to, to Twitter because that's where we'd be asking you to ask more questions. And we'd be answering all your questions on the air because you know what? This makes us realize you full, you're still full of questions. Fools full of
0: questions.
1: Yeah. That's what fools are usually full of, and also something else.
0: So we'll put, (laughs) yeah, so we'll put the call out for questions. But in the meantime, we highly suggest if you want to curry any favor with us, you use some of the hashtags that we're going to provide you right now. Lato, want to kick it off?
1: Yes. How about hashtag Michael Phelps? Hashtag pasta power. Hashtag Zeus versus Jesus. Hashtag cryptid horse. Hashtag bunco the squirrel.
0: (laughs) Hashtag uh, fishnets trampoline.
1: Oh, yeah. Hashtag chocolate gold. Hashtag (laughs) quarter silver. Hashtag penny bronze.
0: Hashtag mortals versus gods
1: yeah hashtag jesus beat simone bile
0: no nope, no nope, no nope, no nope. and then nadia beat them all and then and then oxana beat everybody at the the winter games all right hashtag and that's all hashtagged.
1: hashtag alt hashtag
0: all hashtag all hashtag okay you can find us at home staying on the instagram maybe we'll put up some pictures of Oksana Biol or something the goose not that not the real lady And um, the bowl in the bowl yes we'll yeah, we'll we'll find some great shots of them so you can share in on the, the fun but yeah till next time everybody goodbye bye what to you tell your dad's like a wheel of fortune what to go tell your dad if this wheel lets you down my love. stop acting cool, just bet you might
1: win, I'm not too cool.